Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ryan Watts Life Coaching Podcast. This is Ryan. You can find us online at ryanwantslifecoaching.com. So I just finished my move. And it's funny, in previous journals and, and notes that I had made to myself, I, oh, I, I had several notes that said, hey, this moving thing, it's much bigger of a deal than you think it is. And so uh, this time, I was not moving myself or just one other person as I had in the past. I was moving myself, my two young boys, and, and they're eight months old, so that comes with their own challenges, my partner's 10-year-old daughter, and my partner. And so this was uh, an endeavor unlike anything that I'd ever really done before. So it uh, goes without saying, it was a big, big project. But even the best laid plans will, I don't know, the best laid plans will certainly, um, were not best laid enough. I had help from um, my partner's brother-in-law. I had my father drove four hours down here to help for a few hours, then drive back home to north. It was, I had a lot of help. The project was so big as far as cleaning out the old house uh, myself. I could have really just got some more help. Nonetheless, the project is done. Uh, and now we are settling in. Things are starting to somewhat normalize. But I found myself in some precarious situations. Um, first of all, I really, uh, you don't realize how much your routine and kind of your your space that you occupy every day really can impact how you exist in the world. And my world was just uprooted intentionally. And it was very difficult uh, in certain ways. So I just want to go over a couple of, of things that if your life is uprooted, some things that you really need to make sure that you do that just, you know, I don't know that this stuff would have occurred to me in the same way before I moved, but it certainly has now. So the first thing that I realized is that when you, when you change spaces, we are so, as human beings, we're so accustomed to our space and to, uh, you know, our routines, our lives are really tied to the space, right? This makes sense, but it's something that you might take for granted. So you, I really have had to work to set and reset boundaries. I need a certain amount of space as a person. Certain time needs to be set aside for me to do certain things. And, you know, when this gets uprooted, challenge is there to set it again. And, you know, luckily, um, in my coaching group that I belong to, we've been talking about boundaries. And so maybe this is one of the reasons why this is showing up. However, using just, you know, communicating with my partner, with work, with colleagues, saying things like, you know, I feel like blank when we or you blank and what I would like is blank. That's been so that, that format. So for example, I feel angry when you assume that I'm not going to need any office time today. And what I would like for you is to work with me on making that time happen, for example. And that's something that uh, it's difficult to communicate that because you know, our life is in boxes and it's like, oh, I can't find another plate. Where's the box of plates? This was verbatim things that happened. And so also realizing that, you know, these boundaries that we I didn't have to set or enforce or really extend for a while here, they are there for your safety, right? So when you're setting and you're resetting boundaries, you're doing that to keep yourself safe, right? So my, I needed to stay up with my work, which I have fallen drastically behind on because it didn't occur to me, of course, that I needed to set and reset these boundaries. So it didn't keep this feeling of stress, 
which we'll get to in a moment here. But also, too, I had to rehash it out with some parts of myself that I haven't in a long time. So the lesson is that self-care really starts with the belief that you are worth it to set boundaries. Because one of those things, we're all in a stressful situation, and I might look at my partner and feel like, you know, who am I to set this boundary for myself right now? But if I don't do it, and I also don't stand up and be a leader to do so, then no one will, perhaps. And we'll all have our boundaries crossed. And, you know, that typically erupts in uh, in fights and passive aggressiveness and things like that. So let's be clear about our boundary and, and, and protect ourselves with that, right? And they don't necessarily have to love our boundaries, right? And so self-care starts with the belief that you are worth it to set your boundaries. You have to create your own safety. If you don't, no one else will do it for you. So in the move, I realized setting and resetting boundaries, something definitely need to make sure happens. Next, you know, reestablishing order. So this kind of goes along with the nuts and bolts inside those boundaries, right? So if, if I don't have my work together, for example, and I asked for a boundary where I need work time or whatnot, if I don't have everything together, then, you know, that's just going to be another frustration for me. Not only did I extend a boundary with my partner who also is needing to reevaluate and re-extend boundaries. Um, however, I am also frustrating myself because I'm not able to immediately get to my work. So reestablishing order became some, uh, another priority with all this. You know, for example, one of the things I was thinking of this morning is where will I put my t-shirts? <laughs> my shirts are like in a pile and I just, you know, I haven't made the decision of where we're going to put those yet. And so, you know, the other thing you have to realize is that when you are in a new space, takes you don't realize when you've got a tightly packed schedule that it takes a different amount of time for things. Like, so getting the boys up in the morning, there's a split level house. So we've got upstairs and downstairs and you've got to make two trips sometimes to take them. They're getting pretty big in almost eight months now. And so, you know, having them in there in their playrooms and then depending on their mood if they're freaking out you know, sometimes it's you can't get to what you got to do so you've got to be able to to manage that and just order just helps so much with that and you know knowing where things are taking time to clean up and organize the, the most important things we're not 100% there yet but we'll get there and I realized that you know what order really does is it makes things easy so that way if I do have a free 20 minutes or whatnot to go to the office I've got everything in my office, ready to roll. So reestablishing order became a huge, huge need for me and making sure that I'm, that I, you know, I'm living, uh, I'm getting, getting, I want to say getting back to my incredible life. The third thing, and, and all these kind of surprised me, but nothing surprised me more than this one. And that is managing your nervous system. So I talk about this a lot. And it's funny when you do this work and you talk about managing your nervous system, et cetera. Sometimes you, you don't have these conversations with yourself in the same way. And what I found was, I was going on, I was working, and I was getting, getting things done. I was finding myself in this rush, a sympathetic state, to the point where really what I, how I could identify it was I started thinking like really intense, like, uh, resentful thoughts about you know some of the things that are closest to me, my job. I started thinking uh, about my partner, about just the move in general. And I wasn't able to identify this right away. And eventually, through coaching, I did. I was in a conversation. It wasn't directly about this, but I was like, oh my gosh. I wasn't able to realize that I'm com 
completely functioning off my amygdala, right? So there isn't a whole lot of sleep. There's not a whole lot of order. Boundaries are kind of static, unenforced, and you know, you're overwhelmed, right? And so you're in this sympathetic state, you're fight or flight, and you're not making great decisions there. And so taking time multiple times a day to take some breaths and to, um, you know, give yourself peace. Um, you know, I was kind of going through the motions. I was going to my meditation pillow first thing in the morning, but often I'd have, you know, a boy crawling around the living room who, you know, I was worried was going <laughs> to find something else that could possibly get him hurt. And I didn't want that to happen. So, um, you know, managing my nervous system, I was like, oh, wow, I really need to, I got away from this because again, you know, your timetables, your routine is off. You're, you're not setting boundaries as strongly as you could. And so, you know, not just going through the motions of this whole routine, but being able to sink in. Um, you know, I haven't done it yet, but I, I religiously did an ice bath and I just really did wonders for my mental health. Now, the one thing I did add in kind of a place of that is um, running with my boys. So just, you know, I have a jogging stroller with them. It was a little chilly out yesterday, about 40 degrees. So I wrapped them up and we went on an hour run. It was incredible. So, um, being able to manage that nervous system, right? And I heard uh, Andrew Huberman say something that I understand well. However, I never really put my, I never really put it in words in this way. And that is that you can't change your mind with the mind. So it's like, well, what do you do? Well, you change it through activity, right? So like exercise, movement. Uh, and I thought that was incredible. That was incredible advice because sometimes it's like, oh, I'm so stressed out, I'm just gonna sit here. No. Move your body, um, do yoga nidra, ice baths, yoga, meditation, and actually do them. Don't go through the motions, right? That is just another symptom, if you will, of just being in that sympathetic state. So keep yourself in parasympathetic state. That's where you need to, the, the, the rest and, re and relax. That's where you need to make the decisions about your life, right? When things get sympathetic, you, you, that's when you need to back down. That's when you need to readjust yourself and get yourself back in that parasympathetic right frame of mind. And part of this too, another kind of red flag for me is that, you know, when I'm in the, the sympathetic state, excuse me, when I'm in the fight or flight state, I'm fearing pain instead of choosing it, right? So yesterday I was like, that's yeah, cold. Um, I don't want to run. I don't want to take the boys in it. And instead I was like, you know what? I'm going to choose this instead. And I chose it and it was amazing. Um, we got to, it was, it was actually a beautiful day yesterday, just a little chilly. And so going for the run, uh, really helped manage my stress, put things in perspective and re helped me realize once again, that I had done some things, um, or I had, I had allowed myself to be in the state of, um, sympathetic nervous system, this fight or flight feeling like that, that, uh, if I didn't do these things, the world would end. That's usually a big red flag, right? But, you know, it, it just shows, and I think one of the learnings I had this year, same thing with, um, I, I posted a meditation video. I was meditating an hour a day um, for seven days. And one of the most, one of the craziest things that happened was I got to such a rest, a rested and relaxed state that when I, you know, engaged with my stressful life, it was such a huge swing the other way that it almost felt more painful or I experienced it as almost being more painful. And so, um, you know, I guess this is similar to that, right? I mean, I was 
over managing it one way. And really it's, it's about balance, right? There isn't one thing you can, one button you can push forever. It's about adjusting the balance. And really what I'm talking about here is making sure that, uh, these things stay in balance. So the thing that occurred to me is I was kind of making this list thinking about what I would talk about in this podcast is that, wow, these are things we have to do every day. Boundaries, they need set, they need reinforced for many of us. That's with our, our partners, our, our work, whatever it might be. It might be with your neighbor, right? And so this is daily work, right? To keep ourselves safe. And if someone has really, if someone attacks your boundaries, they're not necessarily a person that is helping you in your personal growth journey. So that's one way to look at it. That's one realization I've had through this. The other thing is we talk about reestablishing order. We're doing that every day. A lot of us in our jobs and our careers, what our job is to do is to organize everything and to whether it's communication, whether it's supply chains, whether it's whatever it is, it is to reestablish order. Right, and this gives us a feeling of ease of okay, okay, now I can see what I have to do to get where I have to go. And then managing your nervous system. We're all subject to everything from fluctuations in blood sugar to moods to just massive change, changing the space you live in, right? You're gonna need to do some extra managing for your nervous system. So just some thoughts on when your space really gets uprooted, as mine just had. And again, things that we need to do kind of every day so thank you so much for listening uh ryan wants life coaching.com is where you can find us online uh and i look forward to having you here next time all the best